Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Dictionary of Moments podcast. I'm your host, author and reader, Jason Geary. Settle in. Let's listen to some stories. of moments people dom people dominoes i'm going to call you dominoes from now on hey my dominoes uh i hope you're on board with the new catchphrase dominoes um hey my doms see doms doms feel something it feels like something else i mean that's an actual thing a dom uh but i think so i can't call you domers or domiciles no, then, then you put things that you move into. No, do, Domino's. I like that. Uh, so, hi, Domino's. How are you going? Um, it is raining very hard here in Melbourne, Australia today. There's been rolls of thunder. Uh, you may be able to hear it uh, in the background uh, during this record. I record this in my garage. So, while it is a brick garage, it is very uh, has a tin roof tin doors and a big old window so uh it's not super soundproof um so i'm sure you'll be able to hear it in fact there we go bucketing down i just turned that up for you then <laughs> uh so i'm gonna wait uh for the rain to ease and then read you three stories today i'd like to thank the heartstrings project while uh the rain is reminding me of beautiful things they provide the music that you hear in this podcast you can look them up in the show notes of this podcast on youtube or on spotify give them a follow they're ace um it doesn't look like it's gonna ease up let's get into telling some stories All right, wish me luck. Derail, verb, to obstruct a process by diverting it from its intended course. Derail. Kind of like the rain is doing right now. My fiancé sits opposite me. Her eyes are bloodshot. I sit back in my chair and throw the pen onto the middle of the table. There. Done. 425 wedding guests, seating, allocated. I think we did it, Emma says. Lock it in. I feel a smile spread across my face for the first time since this whole mess started. Here, before us, lay the seating map. At least two tables between all exes, family beefs, dodgy uncles, rowdy friends, and divorced parents. 
it feels like we have solved the hardest equation on Earth. Like Einstein must have felt when he finally came up with a theory of relativity. We embrace as M's mum walks into the room. Without stopping, she glances at the seating map and says, Oh, you can't have Ruth and Kiki anywhere near each other. They haven't spoken since the Lamington Bake Off competition. Kiki thinks Ruth stole her recipe and that's why she won the 1999 Royal Melbourne Show Bake Off. Then she just disappears into the lounge. I feel my blood pressure rise. Emma says what I want to yell. That was 20 years ago. Emma's mum speaks from the lounge room. I'm just telling you, if you sit them together, they'll be wine drunk and violent by the end of Entree. You can sit them together, but that's what'll happen. I'd bet my house on it. I collapse into a heap. Emma rubs my back. We both start to cry. Melba, noun, to return from retirement or make several farewell appearances. Melba, he threw the box down onto the dining room table. No postmarks. It had been simply left on the doorstep sometime overnight. It was so light it felt almost empty. Almost. He knew it wasn't. It was sealed airtight for a good reason. He limped over to the kitchen drawer, pulled out a knife, stabilised himself on the bench for a second, then limped back to the table. He was good with knives. Always had been. Within seconds, he had the blade in and out of the edges and the top free of constraint. The smell assaulted him. Rotting flesh unmistakable. His mind started to spin. Had he done enough to protect the people he loved? He lifted the lid off the box to find his answer. No. They'd found her and killed her. He hung his head as tears started to flow. There was no way in hell they'd killed her quickly. She had suffered and here on his table was the piece of flesh from her upper right thigh, where she had gotten the tattoo with his name on it. Two sparrows holding a banner over a bright red heart. Frank, in perfect cursive across the banner. Oh, no, God. He spat as he pushed the box to the edge of the table. There was no note. No message. The box was the message. He thought he'd done enough. He thought he'd paid the right people. Hidden his Louise away. He thought he'd gotten out. Giving her up was the hardest part of getting out. Shit, the only reason he did it was her. She deserved better than him. Better than this. He stopped sobbing. His face turned from pain to determination, as if he was demonstrating the transition for a room full of people who have never seen it before, slowly and clearly. 
He wiped the tears from his face and hobbled to the gramophone player next to the fireplace. He pulled the brass horn towards him. With a pop and a hiss, the wall above the fireplace rolled up. There, mounted before him, were his twin 9mm handguns and a leather apron with six pockets on the front. Each pocket contained knives of different kinds. The leather of the apron was stained with darkened blood splatters, each its own story in his past. The past. Shit. Why can't the past just stay there? Some motherfucker always has to drag it back to the present. He grabbed his weapons and his car keys. He hobbled over to the door and looked at his house for the last time. He closed the door, limped down the stairs to his car and casually, as if going down the street to get milk, drove off to avenge the death of the only woman he'd ever loved. Sunroof. Noun. A glass panel in the roof of a car that can be opened for extra ventilation. Sunroof. Side note. The rain has passed and the sun is out. How appropriate. Sunroof. My parents think I'm asleep. They have Neil Diamond playing on the car stereo and the sunroof open as we drive through the interior of New South Wales on a journey from Brisbane to Melbourne. It's dark. Country road, dark, no highway lights. I hear the click of the high beam switch flick off and then back on again as the odd car zooms by in the opposite direction. It's mid-January, a hot summer's night, and they have the sunroof of the car wide open. I lay across the back seat, my body not even long enough to take up the entire seat, and I look up through the sunroof at the stars overhead. Inside that rectangle, there are hundreds of stars. Trees dash by intermittently, blocking my view, like they are trying to spell out some sort of Morse code. One of Neil Diamond's songs finish, and the crowd goes wild. I notice a singular star moving with us, staying inside the confines of the sunroof for minutes as we travel in the same direction. A satellite. I think to myself that one day I'd like to see the earth from there. Watch a car with a kid, hoping that he could see me right back again. I feel warm. I wake up in my dad's arms. Groggy. We're at a motel in Albury and he's tucking me into bed. Shh, mate, bedtime. He says, and he gives me a kiss on the head. Together, we've quite literally weathered the storm. There are sun 
beaming through. You might be able to hear the birds starting to come out and chirp. Uh, so thank you for uh, seeing me through the storm, my dear Domino's. I don't know if that's going to stack. Oh, Domino's is a pizza thing too, isn't it? No, I can't do that. I can't do Domino's. It's, unless, of course, you are a representative of Domino's and you would like to pay me to call my my listeners Domino's, then in, in, sure. I mean, I'll sell out quicker than you can say snap. Um, well, that, uh, well, yeah, no, I will. I will. Uh, if anyone would like to have any input into the podcast, please uh, hit me up on Instagram. There's the Dictionary of Moments there. You can also hit me up on uh, my email, podcast at dictionaryofmoments.com. Uh, you can check out the website, uh, dictionaryofmoments.com, uh, for print versions of the stories. I'm actually a couple of weeks behind in putting the stories up there, but I'll get them up this week. Uh, and you can find all the stories that have been written uh, in the past up there on the website as well. Thanks so much for listening in. If you have a suggestion, a good suggestion for a collective noun for the Dictionary of Moment listeners, please let me know because saying Dictionary of Moment listeners all the time, well, it's taxing. I mean, surely we can shorten it to something. Uh, Well, thank you so much for listening in this week. Uh, It's been a pleasure. I've had a great time writing the stories this week. Uh, It was lovely to be able to remember that little sunroof uh, journey. I remember it very clearly. I hope you got the sense of that while I was reading it. Um, a little episode from when I was a kid. Um, I think that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back again, as always, next week. Stay safe, and good luck out there. Bye. Follow you blindly, my